Hey y'all, we're rerunning two episodes today, which means you might hear two hosts. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 19th. The Seneca Falls Convention took place on this day in 1848, and it was the first major women's rights convention in the United States. The two women who get the most credit for organizing this convention were Lucretia Mott and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Both of them had a history of activism before this. Lucretia Mott had helped organize the Philadelphia Female Anti-Slavery Society, and then Elizabeth Cady Stanton had gone to the World Anti-Slavery Convention in London on her honeymoon. As a side note, she also famously refused to include a vow of obedience in those wedding vows. The two women actually met at this convention where they were forced to sit in a separate section that was only for women. On July 9th of 1848, the two of them were at a gathering at the home of Jane and Richard Hunt with Marianne McClintock and Martha Wright there also. And they were talking about their frustrations with the limitations on their lives. And we should take a moment to note that these were all white, educated, well-off women. And so the frustrations they were talking about were really ones that were affecting white educated, well-off women. And when they talked about these issues, you can tell that they were sort of assuming them to be universal when they really weren't. They were a particular subset of women that their work really applied to. And that would play out in a lot of ways later on in this movement. So they decided to hold a convention. This was something that Stanton and Mott had been talking about way back in London in 1840. And they scheduled this convention for 10 days later. They announced that in the Seneca County Courier on July 14th, it was to be a two-day convention, only for women on the first day, with the general public invited on the second day. The same ad ran in other newspapers as well, including in Frederick Douglass's North Star. Douglass was really an important part of this movement, and he was present at the convention. Elizabeth Cady Stanton drafted a declaration of sentiments leading up to this. This detailed 18 injuries and usurpations that women were subject to. This included uh, the idea that women had an inalienable right to vote, but they weren't actually being given that right. That by being denied the right to vote, women were also being denied representation. That they were held to a different moral code from men, with women being cast out from society for behavior that was tolerated in men. Speaking of mankind as a concept, this declaration said, quote, he has made her, if married in the eye of the law, civilly dead, and he has taken from her all right and property, even to the wages she earns. There were also 11 resolutions in this document that included that women were equal to men, and quote, that the same amount of virtue, delicacy, and refinement of behavior that is required of woman in the social state should also be required of man, and the same transgressions should be visited with equal severity on both man and woman. One of the resolutions was also that women should have the right to vote. Between 200 and 300 people attended this convention. The declaration was read and discussed and read again. Changes were made, and an amended and updated version was signed on the second day by 68 women and 32 men. You can learn more about the Seneca Falls Convention on the December 7th, 2015 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called The Road to the Declaration of Sentiments. And you can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, we'll look at an event for young athletes that was really groundbreaking for its time.
Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. The day was July 19, 1919. One of the most infamous race riots that happened during Red Summer began in Washington, D.C. Red Summer, a term coined by author and activist James Weldon Johnson, was a particularly violent period in the U.S. in 1919. The time was characterized by a bunch of social and political change and unrest. Black people were moving from the South to the North in search of work and a better life, though when they got there, they found that they were still subject to racial persecution and employment discrimination. And Black people who had fought in World War I were returning home with the desire to fight for equal rights and freedom on their own soil. And as the Red Scare encouraged a fear of radicalism and revolution, nationalism and xenophobia were heightened in the U.S. These were some of the big issues that led to Red Summer, several months in 1919 when white supremacists attacked Black people throughout the country. Lynchings made up a big part of the anti-Black violence that occurred that year. On May 2nd, a mob of at least 100 white men brutally killed a Black man named Benny Richards for allegedly injuring a white sheriff and other white men. On the 14th of May in Vicksburg, Mississippi, a mob of 800 to 1,000 people hanged a man named Lloyd Clay over a bonfire and shot him for being accused of assaulting a woman named Maddie Hudson, who had previously said Clay was not the man who assaulted her. On June 26th, a mob lynched John Hartfield in Ellisville, Mississippi, because they claimed he had raped a white woman, though John's family said it was because he was dating a white woman. Aurelius Pfeiffer, Robert Kroski, and Will Temple were lynched in Montgomery, Alabama on September 29th and 30th. Those are just some of the 83 recorded lynchings that were committed in the summer and fall of 1919. Red Summer was also marked by race riots, where white mobs would attack Black people in their neighborhoods. As with lynchings, this mass violence was sometimes committed under the guise that Black people had done something wrong and deserved punishment, though the accusations were often just made up or plainly harmless, like smoking in front of a white woman. There were at least 26 recorded riots in the Southern, Northern, and Midwestern states from April to November of 1919. One of the major riots that happened during Red Summer was in Washington, D.C. on July 19th. When a Black man was released after he was arrested for being suspected of assaulting a white woman, a mob of about 400 people attacked Black residents in Washington neighborhoods randomly. When the cops showed up, they mainly arrested the people who had been attacked. Rioting lasted for days, and Black people armed themselves and fought back. Though President Woodrow Wilson sent troops to D.C., dozens of people had been killed and more were injured. Days after the D.C. riot ended on July 24th, a riot in Chicago began after a conflict broke out at an unofficially segregated public swimming area. The incident sparked violence across the city that petered out on August 3rd after 38 people had been killed and 537 had been injured. Though it's been dubbed Red Summer, the increased pattern of violence did not slow down until the fall. 
Racist violence continued, but leaders began condemning it and the people who committed it, and the press became a little less aggressive with this anti-Black propaganda. Organizations also worked on improving race relations. Though many of the incidents that happened during Red Summer are well-documented, many others have no official records or had no investigations and are not documented in detail, if at all. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to learn more about this topic, you can check out the episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Red Summer, 1919. You can find the link in the description. If you haven't gotten your fill of history after listening to today's episode, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.